This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of eating and drinking in restaurants, cooking and wine and all of that stuff. Nice to hear from you about the food scene in our town. Give us a call, would you? I know you're eating. You know, there's no way you can fool me into thinking that I that you're not eating. Uh, and I I know you're eating the kind of food that you like, right? So if there's something that you like, it kind of stands to reason that other people will like it too. Not all other people, because as you know. All other people will can be counted on to be uh, very disagreeable you know, in more ways than one, and uh, very even less disagreeing. Uh, so you know we don't we don't uh, even consider it to be a goal to have everybody think the same way. That's just stupid, because uh, everybody has his own tastes for different things, and uh, what you may love, that guy across the street might really hate and wishes he never even thinks about it again, let alone eats it. So in other words, if you have found something good to eat, whether it's something you made in your home or whether it's something you ran into in a restaurant, call us up and tell us about it. Uh, don't assume, please, that we already know about it or that everybody knows about it. A lot of people I talk to, they, they tell me that. They say, you know, uh, uh, I there are a lot of restaurants that I love, but I never call your show because I, you know, everybody already knows about all those places. And I tell them it's not so. I mean, I, I'm always running into people who uh, tell me, you know, uh, I hear you talk about Antoine's all the time or Arno's or Galator's, one of those old line restaurants. And they say, you know, I don't really believe that they're as good as you say they are. And I say, well, I mean, what is it that you didn't like about the place? And the answer is usually something along the lines that, of, I've never been there. And, and uh, you know, that's kind of unfair. But the, uh, the truth is that uh, a lot of people just assume that everybody knows about it already, so it doesn't really require any investigation at all. Not true. Not true. You have restaurants uh, that you go to, places that you like, uh, dishes that you like that hardly anybody else likes except you. That's okay. If you enjoy it, enjoy it. But, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 2606368. You know, uh, a little while ago I did a commercial about, uh, about uh, Felix's, and I forgot to mention something. The original Felix is down in the French Quarter is still there, and they're as good as they ever have been, and they have oysters on the half shell and all that. But they also have a second location in West End. They're right on the New Basin Canal, which is ain't, it ain't all that new. It goes back about 200 years, actually. Uh, but uh, that's where all the boats come in and out, and you see the sailboats and all those lucky people who have boats. And right across the street, 
that's where you uh, that's where you find the the, the restaurant, and uh, it's in a place that used to be called Brisby's, and it almost looks like it's a a a, uh, a boat of its own, but it's it's just you know it's like a dock more than anything, and really good and a good assortment of uh, seafood and a really good oyster bar as you might well imagine. All of that is at uh, Felix's in. Uh, the French Quarter, where they've always been since the 1930s, and also in re- more recent times, Felix is at the lakefront. 260-6368. Call us up. Tell me where you've been eating. We'd love to hear from you about that. Uh, today is national or international, we've just been informed, International Lasagna Day. Everybody seems to like lasagna, but it's an easy dish to like. What you have with lasagna, in case you don't know, and I'll bet you do, you have pasta, you have cheese, plenty of it, and the cheeses usually are various kinds. The one I like to use as the meaty kind of uh, cheese, you know, you have Parmesan cheese, which is sprinkly, uh, and it doesn't melt in any kind of uniform way, so it's kind of hard to deal with. Uh, On the other hand, Cheddar cheese, to me, is totally wrong, and everything like cheddar cheese is also totally wrong for this purpose, because when you, when you bake cheddar cheese or things like cheddar cheese, they release a fantastic amount of fat, and it's, it's, not, it's disagreeable to me anyway. Uh, so uh, what, what you're looking for are cheeses that don't have that effect, and the best one is Fontina cheese. Fontina cheese, uh, you can have it at pretty much room temperature or even ice cold, and it will be not soft exactly, but it will be springy, and it'll have a lighter texture than most other things. And the more you cook it, the higher temperature it gets, it melts in a very uniform sort of way. It never actually melts, actually. It just gets softer and softer and softer. I think that's a great cheese for doing uh, lasagna with, and that's the one I usually use, along with a lot of Parmesan, because Parmesan has a a major league great taste to it. It's a sheep's milk cheese, and uh, it it gives you that little bit of a zing there. And then in between you have the, the red sauce for most case, in most cases. You can do a, a lasagna with a white sauce or, a, or an olive oil sauce. All of that is possible. And there's no reason in the world why you shouldn't do it. It'll look different. It'll taste different. But it's good. You can do it with, you know, a lot of different seafood in it. Uh, one interesting way, it would be kind of expensive, though, is to do it with jumbo lump crab meat. Oh, oh boy, can you talk about something that'll stampede over to your restaurant or your party next time you make it? It's not even hard to do. And in between all this, you have pasta separating the, uh, the layers, and you bake it in the oven, and when it's finished, it's perfect, and when it's not perfect, it's not finished, or it's overly done. That's usually the deal. So that's the rundown on lasagna. If you have a favorite way of doing it, I, I had a, uh, a good friend. I was his best man at his wedding. His wife is a singer. I think she's still singing. I know that's what she was trying to do for a living, to opera and uh, doing that. And uh, we got, you know, I got to know them very, very well over the years. But uh, she used to make what she called uh, a lazy, lazy Saturday lasagna or something like that. 
And it, it literally did take all day in the oven, just, just a long, long time. But when it was over with, when it was served, it was really good. I think that's what uh, is required of lasagna, that long, slow cooking and a lot of cheese, a lot of cheese. When you think you've put, put enough cheese in, put that much in again. And then there you are. 2606368. 2606368. Call us right now. Or anytime you feel like it, really. I mean, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, also, if you are someone who is uh, a little squeamish about going on a, a radio show, I know the feeling. You know, I've, I've done it myself just to keep myself exposed to what our callers go through uh, when, they, when they call. Uh, if, if I call uh, another talk show, first of all, I always tell them what my name is. I'm not trying to influence them, but, but sometimes if you don't say what your name is, you can get away with murder. So uh, I always say who I am. But while I'm waiting to go on, uh, my heart is beating a little harder. It's, it's so everybody has that, that feeling about it. Uh, but you, you can uh, certainly work your way around it. And, uh, and, and, you know, have something to say, and you go ahead and say it. Well, uh, if you have a favorite place for lasagna, it would be a good thing to tell us about. There are certainly a lot of restaurants serving it. So uh, wh- what would be your favorite on that? What, if you ever do it at home, how do, you, how do you make it over at your place? Tell us about it. 260-6368. The area code is 504 504 2606368. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, really. Anyhow, uh, my other uh, semi point with this is that if you bump into me in a restaurant or in a supermarket or, you know, wherever you and I happen to occupy close to the same amount of space, and you think to yourself, yeah, that, that funny looking guy, that looks like Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, yeah, please say hello. I, I'd be very happy to meet you. I get a real kick out of that, actually. Whenever, whenever I go anywhere, I, I engage the people working there in, in jokes and talk and everything. And you know, I'm, I hope I don't uh, busy them so much that they can't keep up with their work. But uh, I, I really uh, like running into people everywhere I go, and I'd love to meet you. So uh, one of these days. If you bump into me in the parking lot of the supermarket, please say hello. Two six zero six three six eight. You can. Uh, uh, oh, I, I I know why I brought that up. I had another reason. Uh, if you feel funny about calling up a radio station and going on the air, send me an email message about what you wanted to tell me. If it's a you know something that you have noticed and you want to ask, is this normal? Uh, or where can I go to get this or that? Send me an email. I will read it. I will answer it. The only thing I won't do is that I won't do any of that right away because, you know, I'm, I can't stop doing what I'm doing right now and then do that. That's obvious. I'm, I'm sure you agree. And so, uh, but as soon as I, I get to it, which is usually within the day, uh, I will answer your question. So uh, hope you do. Two six zero six three six eight. Otherwise, one of these days, I hope our radio station can get a uh, 
uh, a uh, what do they call those things? The the messages. These uh, there's another word for that that identifies the service. And text, mer- yeah, t- text message. Uh, on the Big 870, I, I do a program there on the weekends, and they do have one of those. And uh, we were getting lots and lots and lots of calls uh, who were not going on the air but who were going on that thing because you don't have to talk and you don't have to get behind what you say either, I think, is a disadvantage to it. But, you know, we can't solve everything. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Lovely to be here with you every day. I mean, I really look forward to coming here every day. I think if I got fired, I would still show up every day. By the way, that's a pretty good way to keep a job. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've done it three different times uh, where I was fired. And for usually with, you know, with good reasons, and uh, I don't blame them. Uh, but then I just showed up the next day and got right back to work at what I was doing. And uh, that went on for several days, and then the boss came in and said, look, I don't know what this game is, but here are the new rules. And he he just, you know, changed a few things, and I just kept on working there. And I did that, no kidding, uh, on three different occasions with three different companies. Gosh, Tom, you got fired a lot. This was mostly when I was in my teens. I was a little nutty back then. 260, back then, yeah, I know. Okay, I know what you're thinking. 260-6368. Bobby Bear. I just passed him in the in the hall, and he says that there's going to be a boy, boycott. Or I don't know if he said there's going to be one, but he said there's, they're talking about a boycott. And, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, why nothing from the girlcott people? You know, this, is, this has never come up. Somebody ought to take a look at that, I think. Not me. 260-6368. Call me, would you? We'd love to talk with you about what's what's cooking over at your house. No lasagna lovers out there? I can't believe it. Uh, It's National Lasagna Day, and uh, everybody I know personally who ever makes lasagna, they always have a, a, it's almost like gospel to them. They, They have it a certain way, and that's it. That's the only way that they'll accept which is okay. This is the way that a lot of great things are made. But uh, I'm surprised that uh, we have no one out there who has no thoughts, at, who ha- has any thoughts, rather, about lasagna. If you like lasagna, call me and tell me how you like it. What, what do you put in it? Uh, do you make it with a lot of meat, a little bit of meat, a lot of uh, red sauce, none at all? I like the crispy Seafood, part around the edges. The crispy part around the edges? Yes, I think that's, that's the best. That's pretty good when it's uh, when it's almost anything, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the edges are always the best part, I think, of just about anything. 260-6368. Uh, I don't know if I quite finished bringing this up, but uh, this uh, this Friday, oh, excuse me, this Thursday, that's what it is. It's this Thursday, the 31st. Wow, we're at the end of the month, huh? Uh, on the 31st, the Eat Club will gather together in its usual loose way. The Eat Club, by the way, is not a real club. It's open to everybody. We do dinners. We do cruises. Uh, and that's about it, just those two things. And we have one coming up in a series of dinners that we have had over at the Roosevelt Hotel. This one, uh, for the second month in a row, we have. this is a... a 12-month cycle we're working on. 
we will be returning to uh, the Fountain Lounge, which, despite the name Lounge, is not a bar. They do have a bar, of course, but it's it's a nice dining room, very comfortable, uh, elegant, I would even say, if you were to wear a jacket and tie there or even tuxedo, I don't think anybody would look at you funny. Uh, and if you showed up with jeans and, uh, well, you'd be a maniac to walk out in this weather in, in uh, a T-shirt. But very casual attire, no problem. That's the way things are these days. Uh, the, the restaurant, though, that's a, that's a beautiful place. It's always been nice. And they're going to put together a special menu for us. And I th- and almost positive that you will also be able to just order off the menu. So uh, that's your choice. And uh, the a- afternoon works like this. We're going to do our program live from the dining room right there. We'll, we'll be there. And if you were to come over and shoot the breeze with me, you would be welcome. And after the show is over, I will uh, clean myself up a little bit and then have a cocktail and hope that that takes us to dinner time, which will be 6.30. And again, I tell you, we're going to have a number of tables set aside for our group. I move around from table to table all night long, so you don't have to get to the point where you can't stand to hear another word out of my mouth, although you might wish for that. Uh, but we, we will uh, just keep on going uh, until 6.30, and then we'll start serving. And then as the evening wears on, uh, they have live music in there, and the last time, and I suspect it's going to be this time again, uh, Ron Jones, who is a great pianist, he's a great vocalist, and more, most important as far as I'm concerned is that he lets me sing a couple of songs with him. So uh, uh, that's always a big thrill for me. Uh, but he's a, he's a great jazz guy. And uh, there's a, there was another group that was also quite good. Both two good groups, and that's just part of the program of having dinner with us. So that is this Thursday night. If you want to go out on a really great, special kind of a date, that would be the good one to go to. Call the Roosevelt Hotel, or you can go online. I think it's RooseveltHotelNewOrleans.com. And uh, you can get your reservation for our dinner there. We, we don't do it ourselves. We let them do it because they... They actually keep track of it, whereas the guy who would usually make it for the Eat Club as it is would be me, and I'm notoriously uncoordinated. So that's why we do that. And that, and the hotel insisted on it anyway with good reason. 260-6368 is our number. No lasagna eaters out there? Come on. There must be somebody out there who eats lasagna and loves it or hates it either way. Somebody call me, 260-6368, 504-260-6368. Easy enough. Call right now. You'll get right in. And what else do we have going on around here? We already, Gregory is here. Gregory is notorious for calling right before we're going off to the news or something. And Oh, <laughs> I did it again? No, no, you're in good shape today for a change. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, well, I'm going to wear my gray flannel double-breasted with gold tie and white shirt because I like to dress up for events like that. Bow tie, you said? No, no, with my gold. Oh, gold tie. tie. It goes great with the gray flannel. Ah. 
I only get to wear this heavy gray flannel suit, like you know, maybe once or twice a year. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, like and corduroy. I'm an awful lot of money for it. I, ha- I have two really good-looking corduroy jackets. Oh, it's t- they're both of them are uh, uh-huh. whole suits. But uh, at this time of year, they're perfect. It's the the it's thing absolutely. to wear. Absolutely, I can't believe how cold it was this morning when I had my coffee. Well, it's going to be even worse tonight, in case you haven't been told. Yes, I've been yeah. told. Of course, I follow the weather. A and light, a light freeze probably will not uh, burst your pipes. I but, think the Cool Water Ranch is going to be getting hit harder than I will be uptown. So yeah, they're talking about twenty-seven for the uh, for the North cool Shore. Water Ranch. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. We we we've put up with much worse than that. Well, that's why they call it the Cool Water Ranch. That's right. And by <laughs> the way, in case you're keeping track of these things. Uh, the Cool Water Ranch, about a month ago, had the source of its water. We have a water well, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they analyzed it. They make sure, you know, that there's there's no iron in it. There's no other various kinds of junk that yeah, can right. be. And, and, and minerals and, or, or heavy metals or anything. And yeah. bacteria as well. Bacteria, of course. Yeah. So they checked all of it. 100% perfect. He, they I bet said, you're getting from you, that Abita aquifer down there. I mean, well, that must be. be it. But I've been told by other people in the neighborhood that they have trouble. They sometimes have to move the well around uh, because they were having a problem in another spot. <clears throat> but oh. we've we've never had a problem. We have great water at the Cool Water. There's ranch. nothing. There's nothing better than a very cool, clean glass of spring water. Uh, well. you're, you know how close you are to stumbling into a, a cowboy song, don't you? I know. Cool water. That one, that's the one, all right. All day I faced the barren waste without the taste of water. Cool water. Water, water. Water. No, boy, the, that was the Sons of the Pioneers, wasn't it? It certainly yeah, was. It was. You know who founded the Sons of the Pioneers? He was very famous for another song, Out in the West Texas Town of El Paso. Oh, uh, no, that, was, that wasn't him. No, that's a different well, That wasn't him? I, I thought he was a part of that band, though. That uh, well, the guy, the, there, there was a, a, a uh, Bob Nolan was his name. Bob Nolan oh, wrote yeah, hundreds, yeah. hundreds of uh, cowboy songs over the years. Songs. And and his other famous one, that was his biggest hit was Cool Water, but the the most another one was um let's see how let me see, how does it go? Uh well, it's it's um Tumbling Tumbleweeds. See oh, yeah. them tumbling down. Um, yep. Yeah, pledging all up to the ground. Believe it or not, those <laughs> songs remind me of bowling alleys. And yeah, that's about right. Wide. Yeah, I see For that. For some reason, these country uh, songs were always in bowling alleys. There was either yeah. country, western, or some rock and roll hits. And uh, I was in the Navy, and every big Navy base, every naval air station had a big bowling alley. And boy, oh, yeah. and well, in the ballroom, they would play those songs over. Oh, sure. And a lot of these guys were from Montana and, you know, and stuff like that, North Dakota. Hey, well, the reason for my call was to tell you what I'm wearing. But um, also, last <laughs> night I had a... <laughs> I'm not sure I want to know. No, I'm going to wear my gray flannel suit. Oh, tomorrow. I see. Okay. I mean, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, but but I wanted to tell you about Andreas last night. It was terrific. Yeah. It was absolutely terrific. What uh, that um, that uh, for uh, what is it? Forty three dollar or thirty four? Uh-huh. No, it's thirty four thirty four dollar dinner. Three course. But we didn't do that. Yeah. I went out of cart, and it was me and two guests. A couple What'd you of, have? Uh, people from out of town. Papa. Um, 
No, I no did fish? Asabuco. Asabuco. Asabuco is pretty good there, yeah. yeah. My friend had the catch of the day, which was the redfish, and he did it very well. With a, you know, you know, mm. you know how he likes to add a lot of stuff to the plate. Yeah, you know? yeah. But um, I think the Asabuco is almost the best in the city because I think he really, I think he puts a lot of time in, and I know he yeah. butchers his own meat. I oh, think he does. That that's well. right. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's all I got for you. I can't wait to see you Thursday night. I hope Mary Ann's going to be there. Uh, I have no idea. I never know what she's going to yeah, do. Yeah, we never know in <clears> advance. <throat> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. give her a chuckle for me. I love the show. Bye. Thank you. See ya. It's the food show. Sam is calling us, and does this mean you're calling from Dallas? Sam, are you there? Yes. Hi there. Yes, Come on I'm in. There. Hi. Yeah, very good. Yes, Dallas, Texas, and I know you feel sorry for me for that. No, you know, my wife and my daughter were just there like last week, and they were looking around for, they're they're renovating a house, and they found that they could get the kind of materials they want in Dallas a whole lot easier than doing it in New Orleans. What what type of materials? Flooring or wall or do you know? All of the above. They, they, They are rebuilding this house from the ground up, and my daughter, who you would never know to look at her, because yeah. she's a, a beautiful young woman, but she's really into carpentry, and she even does her own welding. <laughs> you don't, you know, that's a story you don't hear much, but she's really good at it. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I work in New Orleans as far as being a manufacturer's rep. I've been in the slate, stone, and uh, products for flooring. Uh-huh. Oh, well, uh, send me an email uh, with, with the equivalent of your card, and uh, maybe there's some... Yeah. Some business to be done. Yeah, I've got a, yeah. well, the, uh, talking about chains, chain restaurants, and it, it's just desolate here in Texas. It's yeah. like chain land, as you said, but the, uh, it really is. Uh, the good thing on chains regards flowing material and hard surfaces is it, it's quite universal now. Whatever you can get in Dallas, you can get it in New Orleans or a suburb in a flooring distributor of mm. some sort specialty and then of course the home depot and the lowe's they've made it like everybody can get you know selection hmm. well that's good to know um, uh, on it, building the, on it building doesn't the solve the sale. problem of you know this desire to be wandering around uh, the world <laughs> which oh well, yeah yeah that's great the, uh, yeah, yeah well, if you can get away from uh, with it but yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, and and uh, thank you for the the byline, the uh, related issue of uh, the two Marys. Okay, getting back to why I called regards critiquing or or reflecting on my mom's way of making lasagna. Yeah. Back as a where I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska, she would. And it's a quite dual question here. I've heard of lasagna being made preparing the pasta two ways. I've heard because I've never. Made I, it. I bet I, I know what you're about to tell me. Of doing, ahead, it, doing it with dry pasta that hasn't, if you bend it, it breaks. Correct. Critique that and your opinion on it. Uh, the two I, ways. You know, I don't understand what the reasoning is behind doing that. Uh, I don't think it makes a better product. That's for darn sure. Uh, but uh, it, it maybe it could be an effort to get a, away from pasta that has been overcooked, which is a a problem that a lot of restaurants and as well as people at home do. They they overcook the pasta. I like pasta to be very, very thin, but also pretty solid so that you, you don't want it to 
to crack when you bend it, but you you do want it to be not to be springy, if you know what I mean. You not to be real soft because then you get too much sauce and it gets it's an icky feeling in the mouth. I, I think pasta is at its best six minutes in the boiling water, very thin, very th- thin in every way, uh, both like for spaghetti, like very, very fine strings, and for uh, other kinds of pasta, uh, very uh, like paper thin. Thank you for your thoughts yeah. on that, Tom. That's a wonderful assessment, and I like your advice. And moving on just to another ingredient, yeah. you, regarding the frittina cheese or what have you, Tom, yeah. I believe my mom either used cottage cheese or ricotta cheese. Tell me if I may use those. Oh, absolutely. For, for a lasagna, you, yeah. you, you certainly can, uh, and a lot of people do, but I think most people don't. Uh, but I think uh, I'm right with you on that. I think that's a great choice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that, Tom. I, yeah. I can move along, or just I, I did have another curiosity reading your uh, letters yeah. every day. Yeah, fire if, away. If I may. Tom, got, yes. got a question as being out of town or coming yeah. on down to New Orleans, and uh-huh. I'd love to see a Saints or Saints game sometime in the Superdome. Where where do you park? Do you have company parking <laughs> where you can walk to the, the, the to the Hyatt or what? Uh, I actually do. Yeah, we are yeah. we are over on Chapatula Street, yeah. and it's about nope. a six block, seven block walk. Which, depending on how the weather is, is you know, it's it's certainly doable, and certainly a lot of people do it. And people fan out in every direction from the super Superdome when anything is going on. That was my question. Where yeah. am I going to put my vehicle? But good, anyway, good I'll, luck. I'll think, you know, I, I you yeah. know what I think is the best uh, way to handle this is to get on the streetcar. Go yeah. park your car. You know, like up by the uh, the the cemeteries. Up, <laughs> I'm not joking. You get you get on the Canal Streetcar and take it into town, and you can transfer if you want to to that other streetcar that goes pretty much right over by the dome. And, Interesting. And uh, and then well you don't have to do the walking and you get the local color, you know I'll nothing like streetcars. Yeah, I leave my car near uh, Tulane and Carrollton by Mandinas. Yeah, why not? Perfect. Thanks, Tom. Have yeah. a good day. Thank you. See ya. It's the food show. Uh, Jay is uh, calling us here. Hello, Jay. Welcome to the food show. Hello, Tom. Hi. What's going on? Today's uh, I have an etiquette question for you. All right. Um, at lunch the other day, and um, the guy next to me gets out of his pocket one of those uh, toothpick things with the little floss thing on it. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whatever they are, they're disgusting. Yeah. And starts doing his teeth at the table. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, uh, is that appropriate? No, not at all. Uh, sometimes you can have an emergency application of that. It's it's happened to me where something got so lodged that it was very uncomfortable, and I wanted it yeah. out of there right away. That's one story. But if you're just sitting there, you know, picking your teeth and trying you know, and running some uh, dental floss or something like that, totally wrong at the table. You get up and you go to the bathroom to do it. Yeah, I guess I should have offered him some dental floss. Yeah, maybe that's you know, it's always a good idea to have dental floss around, especially if you have to slice up a cheesecake. Uh, I use a, 
I use, really? Yeah, I really do. I, I bake a cheesecake, and then I take off the side part of it. The, the You know how there's a, that cheesecake pan, special pan, it, it, it makes itself a little bigger if you, you know, throw a little switch, basically, and take it off. And then you, you take the, uh, uh, the uh, dental floss, and you... You put it right across the widest part. Well, any, it's all the same, should be, because they're round, right? Okay. And you kind of like do it like you do dental floss from top to bottom, and it slices it up and, and without, with no waste. The problem you've, you always have with a cheesecake is that if you try to use a knife, a lot of it sticks to the knife, and the next thing you know, you've got just a mess, but if you do the, the dental floss, that works like a dream. But if anybody, I guarantee you somebody will walk up to you and say, ooh, I hope you didn't use it first. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I think one of the uh, tips on doing a, a king cake is to use a serrated bread knife. I think A I'll serrated bread knife. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And also saw a tip for uh, <clears throat> when you're, Chopping your pecans for your pecan waffles. Yeah, you use a serrated knife because they're the uh, pecans aren't likely to jump around the uh, cutting board as much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things that you you have to use like a a, a, a dish that is circular, not circular, but uh, what am I trying to say here? That the, in, instead of being completely flat, they they kind of curve into a bottom, and then, then it pops around a little bit, but it comes right back, and you can keep on chopping. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I do anyway. Well, I'm kind of king-caked out, but although, i got to say, oh. I ate a piece yeah. the other day at a party. Yeah? I'd kind of sworn off it because I've uh, been to a couple of events that featured king-cakes. Uh, yeah. You know. All those little babies running around. Screaming, you know? a lot of babies, a lot of babies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had, uh, my wife found a, a recipe uh, for a king cake uh, cocktail. Oh yeah, really? And, <laughs> That's interesting. And, uh, it was actually kind of clever. I don't know what you know. I don't know what you're drinking. Whether uh, I think it would be better in a uh, vodka kind of drink. But is uh, it purple, uh, take, purple, golden, uh, and green? No, 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 yeah. no. It's no? better. You, you take your little ice cube trays. <laughs> And you freeze your king cake babies in water and make ice cubes with king cake babies. <laughs> so when does the baby show itself? From the cocktail or from the middle oh, of the cake? You'll the see it immediately in the ice cube. Oh, in the ice cube. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <clears throat> well, yeah, that what might work. No, yes. No, no, it sounds good to me. Why not? And I guess it's like a king cake. Don't swallow the ice. Yeah, be very careful. You don't want to swallow one of those things. I've never had it happen, but I don't think that'll be pleasant. So, yeah. hey, you know, I, I don't know if anybody around here, is, I don't know where she found this recipe, but... Oh, she made uh, it herself? I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm trying it anytime soon, although I do have one of those rubber things that makes the big, giant square ice cubes. Oh, yeah. Or you use, you yeah, use I, one per I drink. love those, yeah. they. Uh, it's like using block ice and over at Galatoire's you know uh, until they they threw in the towel and finally after all these centuries stopped just doing block ice with a with a you know an ice pick it's how they did right. every you'd have this one mammoth piece of ice sitting in a cocktail in a, in a martini <laughs> That's correct. yeah 
I was in the uh, Galatoire's Chronicles featuring the late, great yeah. uh, Mrs. Uh, what's her name? Right. Uh-huh. Who? Uh, what was the lady's name that wore the hat every time? Uh, Mickey, Mickey Easterling. Mickey Easterling. Oh, Mick, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mickey Easterling is, was, was she still with us, isn't she? No. She is. Oh, well. oh no, 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 no! no? They, did a, they did a funeral at the Orpheum with her sitting up at a cocktail table. Oh, <laughs> well, you know that's oh, not yes. a, that's not all that bad an idea. I mean, I no, I like uh, it. Uh, the, the idea of having your 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 goodbye uh, farewell to all your friends and people who know you doing it while you're still alive, I you know I think there's something to be said for that. I, I like it. Show she was. Oh, okay. I, I didn't go to that one, but, uh, you know, uh, I'll send you. A, I'm sure I have a picture in my archive I'll send to you. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you what. There's no question about it. That's another great Galatoire's moment. And one other thing I have in my archives that yeah. you have to see. I think I told you before was I have a, a menu from Maley's that she gave to my aunt. Mm-hmm. This is Maley did. But yeah. I also have, you probably have one of these. A, Anime. Uh, yeah, uh, a book of uh, menus from the 70s. Uh-huh. Remember that book? You get it at, I think, D.H. Holmes or somewhere like that? I don't, I, I don't I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, what? Who put Who put it out? Oh, I don't know who, who published it. Uh, but I, I have a copy at home. I'll, uh, it looks, it's like new. And it's got the prices mm-hmm. in these restaurants from the... Maybe the '60s, or definitely the early '70s. Oh, that's I mean, that's just, laughable. You know, you you go in there, and uh, you know, oysters Rockefeller at Antoine's fifty cents. You know, just <laughs> but yeah, then again, gas was twenty nine nine back then. So this yeah. is true. Yeah, this is true. Well, nice talking right. to you. Thanks for joining. Well, we learned in. a lot today. Yeah, okay. I think Thank so. You very yeah, much. I, I know I did. You know what, uh, Doug? This has been another busy show. We had one yesterday and another one today. What's happening? Uh, AWG is calling us over here on the pink phone. My uh, favorite caller. Is it really? Not really. Probably no. not. I didn't. You don't sound like the type. Nah. Uh, so I went to a restaurant for breakfast on Sunday, as yeah. my wife and I do and have done for the last 33 years. Oh. And we went to a place that we had not been for breakfast before. I didn't even know they did breakfast. A restaurant called Maya's on Magazine Street. Uh, Maya's? Oh, oh, the, yeah, I know the restaurant, but I didn't know they were doing uh, breakfast either. They, It's a kind of Mexican and Central American restaurant. So, uh, yeah, I would call it more Central American than Mexican. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. And and I think there is kind of a – there is a difference a little bit, you know, Uh Hands down, slam dunk the best breakfast really? I've had in a very. Oh man, it was unbelievable! That's I had huevos. Yeah, I had the huevos franchero, which was just I, you know. That, that's and I a, usually get that. That's a that's a dish I love. I get it everywhere I see it, and I think there's a credible uh, way of doing it. Well, I think that if you go there and give it a shot, I think you might concur, and I'd be interested yeah. to find. If you know of a better place, because I'd like to go and try it. Yeah. It was out of sight. All right. 
Uh, the people who own that restaurant, they're very interesting unless they've changed owners. It's been a while since I've been there. Uh, but uh, he was a retired Marine, and he, he had uh, gotten, you know, his run out his uh, his uh, time with the with the military, and he decided to open up a restaurant, and that's what he came up with. So it's, it's, it's what he uh, also grew up with, so he knows the cuisine very well. That's a good one. Yeah, it is a very good restaurant. I was surprised there weren't a lot of people there. Well, when we got there, we were the only people, but we got there kind of early, about 9.15 yeah. on a Sunday morning. Uh, they did get a few more people in as the day went. Yeah. But, uh, it, man, it was great. It was really, really good. And, you know, I'm not going to usually call in and brag on a breakfast, but that was like one oh, of the best I, I've ever had. Well, good. I, I will note that. It's probably going to be a while before I can get there because, uh, you know, I'm on this side and that's there, there's oh, that yeah. side. And uh, thank you for calling uh, and uh, appreciate the call. And we are moving. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye. Almost out of time. This is how this always goes. Uh, on hold, uh, let's see, I think Ricky is next. Ricky, welcome. Hey, Tom. Hi there. I'm waiting on the ingredients for that biscuit recipe, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to come out good. But I've been listening, and this is one of your best shows ever. Yeah, isn't it uh, weird? I, can't, I don't know what we're, how this came about, but there it is. I don't know, but it, it's rolling good. But uh, no, I'm just going to tell you, you, you need to write a book because the stories that you have, it's just unbelievable. I mean, you know, it's how many guys can get fired from jobs and not leave and then they get rehired? <laughs> it's like, no, it, that's that's. But then you can you can you can entitle title a book that Billy Fitzgerald guy or something <laughs> like that. You know, I mean, uh, it, it would be great. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you should ask because something I'm considering doing, all it's just a matter of finding the time, is I'd like to write a book about the time saver, because I I worked in time saver stores for nine years, putting myself through high school and and college. And the things that happened in those stories were, I think a story could be told and would hold people. But I can imagine. But yeah, I think you should start from when you were born. That's Mardi Gras Day. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and, then, and yeah. then just slowly build up and build up. And then you have the time saver in there, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. Oh, well, that's true. Know, yeah. Well, listen. I, I, think I just wish, I, I, I wish you would do it shortly because we're not getting any younger. Okay? Yeah, I know. Well, listen, thank you very much. That's very flattering uh, for you to care. All right, thank you. All it's right, the Tom. Food Show. David is here as we wrap up the day. Hello, David. Welcome. Hey, Tom. Hi. Really quick, uh, I'm just coming in on the lasagna conversation. What uh, what kind of sauce do you use for a lasagna? Is it just really just stewed tomatoes, or is it? More yeah, of a, I, I never made it before. I still uh, I kind of keep it uh, basically fresh tomatoes and make a sauce that way, a classic uh, bread sauce. And ricotta is the cheese. Yeah. To, no, the yeah. cheese you just load it up. Uh, you, you almost—it's almost impossible to have too much cheese okay. in there. Hey, listen, I have hey, run show, out thanks. of time. Call me again, and we'll finish this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.